Welcome to the Exercising Depression podcast. My name is Claire, your host, and today we're going to be talking to filmmaker and friend David Gregory. So yes, just quickly beforehand, a content warning. In this episode, there is swearing and conversations about suicide and mental illness. So not much more of an introduction, really. Um, I really want the interview itself to really speak for itself. Um, But I'm talking to um, someone I've been friends with for a really long time. Uh, It's called David Gregory. And he, along with his friends James and a writer, Craig, have created a short mental health uh, film called We Progress. So just having an interview with him about the film uh, and everything sort of around it. So yes, I hope you enjoy the interview. So I'm here with my friend David. Um, do you want to say hi? Hello, I am David. <laughs> Hello, Claire. Um, we have been friends for um, a really long time. And yeah, I don't so, really want to think about how, how long because it makes me feel ancient. <laughs> I love being ancient. I'm, it's great being old. Um, uh, <laughs> it was like 1993, 1994, I think, whenever you came across from Germany and we went to primary school, that's when we uh, that met was, each other. That would be, yeah, 1994, yeah. maybe? Anyway, we've been friends for that long. <laughs> um, and David is an f- uh, independent filmmaker, is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and you, um, you have a company with your friend James. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the film We Progress, which is a film that David and James did a year year ago. Um, we finished filming it a year ago. A year no, ago. no, 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 no. We we finished. We completed the film. Like it was a finished product a year ago. Um, but we didn't start prepping this film until like three years ago. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's been a very, very, very long process. It's been a long, a long time. It's been a process. Um, yeah. And We Progress is a film about mental health, uh, specifically male mental health. Is that right? Yeah, like that's how we've kind of framed it because that's what we've had experiences with. Mm. Um, but it is open for everyone. We don't want to kind of uh, pigeonhole it with gender. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it just so happened to be it's quite, we are male <laughs> like yes, as filmmakers right. and the experiences <laughs> we had gone through. And, you know, it was very heavy in the media Mm. Still is, but three, four years ago, it was very heavy in the media about male suicide. Mm. Um, and that still hasn't gone away. The statistics are still growing from that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was very much apparent more in the media, and it was something yeah. we had wanted to make a film about. Uh, so, yeah, it, it basically deals with male mental health. Yeah, well, my sort of um, interpretation of it, as it were, yeah. uh, was that it was male-centred, but the messages behind it are for everybody like it's not just about men (laughs) yeah no it's not about men and it's sometimes not about um people who are Mm. suffering from mental health it's for everyone just positive education about it Um, yeah that's what that's kind of how it where it came from with james and with myself and our experience with it um yeah it's good it's good i'm I'm glad i'm glad you get that from it like that's that's the whole aim for it yeah, yeah. Something like personally, I got a lot out of it, like from the whole process of it, from you talking to me about it, and then I mean, we'll get into this in a sec. But uh, when I watched, oh, yeah, it, yeah. I've watched it a couple of times now. I always get a lot out of it, and I always have. Amazing, it's really great. 
excellent. Well, that's job done. Like, if one person can get something positive out of it, then that's job done. Sweet. Kind of <laughs> we hope for we hope for thousands of people to yeah, get something out of it uh, mm. in the in the optimistic world. Course, but if it's yeah. just that one person, fucking brilliant. Sorry, I swore. Yeah. I'm allowed to swear. You're allowed to swear. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first of all, do you want to introduce yourself? Okay. Yes. So my name is David Gregory. Um, I'm originally from where you are from, uh, mm-hmm. Lancashire, from the specifically the west, uh, the village Wesson. Yeah. Um, and I moved across to Leeds in 2005 to study at the Northern Film School there, mm-hmm. um, and then lived in Leeds for a decade, and then moved down to London to pursue the dream of becoming a filmmaker mm-hmm. and setting up uh, my own video production company with James. Um, You've known since uni, haven't you? Yes. Yeah, so we literally, uh, the first day of uni, when I moved into halls, James moved in and like he had a Trivium t-shirt on and black nail <laughs> varnish and I was eating a pot noodle in a machine head t-shirt. So it was kind of like, <laughs> sweet, cool, let's be like best mates kind of thing. And then it grew from that, that we were in, you know, we realised we're in the same course together, which was brilliant. Mm. Um, so we spent three years kind of getting drunk and making films. Um Great combo. Great combo. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so it's James Morgan, um, and he is director of photography of everything that we do, and I am producer director of everything we do. Um, but, yeah, we met in uni, and then we both obviously stayed in Leeds for 10 years and carried on kind of just filming things here and there. And then we made a little short film, I think it was in 2014, called Cake Boy. Um, and we had no intention of moving down to London and starting up a video uh, company or anything like that or oh, wow. becoming that. serious filmmakers. That wasn't an intention. Mm. Um, and so then we made Cake Boy, which is uh, a short little comedy horror film that mm. uh, people shouldn't watch, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we made that. After that, we kind of got the bug of like, oh, we've actually created something here and people wanted to watch it and people kind of enjoyed it. Mm. And then um, and then we slowly decided, OK, let's move down to London. And we moved down here about five years ago. Uh, James is originally from London. Mm. Uh, so it kind of made it easier that we had a base down here. Um, and then, yeah, we set up two production companies, Shade Luma Video Productions, which is all our corporate, like, boring. Well, I say boring. It, it pays <laughs> yeah. the bills. It actually, you know, it's Just promos it's, and it's, things. Yes, and then also Cineoteric Films, which is our creative work, um, mm-hmm. which is like We Progress short film, and we do a lot of music videos now as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, you've, done, you've done one for Soil recently, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, we did one for Soil, Rollo Tomasi, yeah. um, Midas Fall, um, and we've got a couple, we're prepping one at the minute for a band called Long Distance Calling, who are quality, mm. um, and a a uh, feminist hardcore band called Svalbard we're going to do a video for who are amazing as well oh wow um so yeah so we got a lot on our plate with stuff um and what am I talking about our short film we progress yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah we we started prepping we progress in 20 uh what year what year was it what I... year what, what did a year did I come meet you 2017 2017 okay right. so yeah so the story with it basically is that okay when i lived in leeds i was a bit of a um i worked in tiger tiger in leeds and that's oh, like yeah. a big yeah. kind of bar i worked there for seven years and i was very much into 
drinking and I was very much uh, how to not sound like a dickhead. I was a bit of a dickhead, really. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit like bullshit. I was a bit kind of trying to be like alpha male-ish. Mm. I, I, I like to wear a suit and have an earpiece in and wander around the bar and fire people and like get people kicked out and kind of let people know who was boss. Mm. And that kind of tied into how I was with my friends as well. Um, mm. Obviously, being from up north, we're a different kind of uh, kind of person. We don't really give a shit about that much. No, no. And that tied into how I was with friends. And like, James, I've been friends with James. Well, I have been now since yeah, 2000, when we moved into uni, 2009. So 15 yeah. years of friendship. And wow. it was only 15 years ago was able to kind of talk about his mental health to me, which mm. I had no fucking clue about. And I, I, I was the first person to say to someone, oh, if you don't want to drink, you're being a pussy. Or yeah, yeah. if you, you know, I, I was a bit more, I was a bit kind of, yeah, like I said, alpha male-ish. And it's, a bit, mm. it's, embarrassing, it's embarrassing to talk about because I never talk like that now. And looking back at it, I can imagine how I would not be approachable to mm. people because especially people who wanted to be, who wanted to talk about, feelings or talk about yeah, like, yeah. their mental health and stuff so um so there was a time when me and james were in a car and uh like it, he's given me permission to talk about this kind of okay stuff. cool uh, yeah so it, it's all good i'm not like talking behind his back like this is quite an open kind of conversation we yeah, have yeah. with people and um, but james like we were we're in we're on a shoot a corporate shoot and it was going to be we were going to be together for like two weeks mm-hmm. in a car and in hotel rooms up and down the country um and yeah he, he started to open up about his mental health to me and i was like wow i did not know that and mm. like he'd been going through stuff and uh for a couple of years um and i just did not have a clue at all and it kind of really opened my eyes up to wow i wonder why he couldn't tell me this before because we we're pretty much classed as best mates and we still yeah. are and i thought like, how come he couldn't talk to me about this and before and i kind of look back on my own behavior and the way i was with other people and mm. kind of thinking oh god i must have been a bit of a dickhead kind of thing you know like <laughs> trolling people online like not really giving a shit about other people's beliefs or other people's feelings or where they're mm-hmm. at like i was like oh shit that's kind of kind of <laughs> bad about that <laughs> no i don't really remember you being very soft and approachable <laughs> no no I, ne- I never was i never kind of was um mm. but so then that kind of opened our eyes and we ended up really talking about stuff and really talking about what our next kind of short film would be about yeah um, and we james is really adamant to do it about mental health and we kind of talk together about um you know like it's great that we can talk about it so yeah. it's great for other people to talk about it absolutely and, yeah you know in a positive way as yeah. well like, like me and james had and like we've got such a better relationship about it and we can That's talk great. about stuff um so that is where like that was like the seed of where we progress came from Mm. Um, and then that came to me and James talking about it but like I wanted to kind of broaden my horizons about more about mental health and I still like I still know nothing about it like it's such a broad kind of it's huge because it's like it's like um physical health like there's so many things about physical health that you can't know everything no no mental health yeah so um, the sort of key to destigmatizing most mental health is people like what you were doing uh, is educating themselves on it yeah um which is amazing you know that you you, you started that that journey 
with yourself and with with James. Yeah, yeah. And then and then um yeah, it was good. So then and then that's when I reached out for you, which was like early 2017. It's like yeah. before we before we'd even written a, like, a word down or anything. Um, it was like springtime, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I came up north to like, visit people and I came and we had a coffee for a couple of hours and it was well oh, good. No, yeah. I remember. Wasn't it the same night as Adam's birthday party? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. borrowed something from you. Borrowed, yeah, like, yeah I borrowed your dog colours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, so it wasn't spring at all. It was bloody December. Winter. <laughs> yeah, winter. And I was dressed up as... Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was Bennett's birthday, and it was spring. It it we've had two birthday parties. There was Adams where we dressed up as film characters, and I was a Viking. Oh, Bennett's. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, it was, uh, was 80s. like eighties or seventy. Yeah, and I yeah. I did like cock rock kind of hair beard thing. <laughs> yeah. Hence yeah. the dog collar. <laughs> Hence the dog collar. So yes, it was. It was April. It was April twenty seventeen. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so we started filming April 2018. So this is quite a nice calendar we've got in our heads there. Mm. Um, so yeah, when we had a good chat about, you know, just I picked your brain about things you know that mm. you were comfortable talking about, and um, that opened my eyes up again. It it didn't give me a full education on the whole thing because none of us ever will do because it's such no. a broad spectrum. But it was great yeah. to talk to someone quite comfortably as yourself as a as a friend mm. um, about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, um, I like talking to people who haven't had any experiences with stuff like, say, the kind of things I have, because um, it's the same with, like, uh, my husband. He's never had any experiences with mental health problems. So no. when I talk to him about that, it's sort of like sharing enough that he can understand a bit more. Um, yeah, it's good. It's very good. Yeah, and it's I find it quite uh, rewarding when I talk to someone who who hasn't had these experiences I have and really open their eyes to yeah. something. Um, it's kind of the whole point I started my podcast to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wicked. That's good. Yeah, that's. Um, so, how do you find it in terms of how many how many people do you speak to that are just um, about everything? <laughs> about everything. What? Oh well. Um, you mean in podcast sense or just in general? Just in general, like your general. everyday life living up in Freckleton. Um, well, sort of going back um, about um, two years ago yeah. for me, um, I decided that I was going to be more open with talking about my mental health with people closest to me, like my parents and my sisters. Wicked. Um, and that that like completely opened uh, the avenues for me and it kind of made me feel a lot less like alone right because when I was in my early 20s I went I had a massive massive mental breakdown like I was like rock bottom like attempted suicide right that okay. kind of bad you know yeah, and yeah. I kept it all to myself and the only person I spoke to about it was was my husband's boyfriend at the time but I didn't speak to anybody and I was utterly utterly miserable um and when I started struggling again about four years ago, I thought I'm it's gonna be different this time. I'm gonna talk to people about it. Yeah. And I'm gonna be open about it. And I was. And it was it kind of um kind of made me feel so much lighter. Amazing. But I, yeah, but I still didn't like really talk to my parents like about sort of the ins and outs of it and you know, things like uh, problems with self harm and um intrusive thoughts suicidal ideation that kind of thing and right. then about two years ago 
my mum found out that I used to self-harm, <laughs> kind uh, of. Only two years ago? Yeah, about two years ago. I okay. put something on Instagram, on one of my stories, forgetting my mum was on Instagram. <laughs> 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 and she picked me up, we go to the gym, like, almost every day. Obviously right. not at the moment, but she picked me up and she had a face on her. And I was like, you're right, mum. And she went, I didn't know that you did that. And I was like, well, I have emotional problems. Did you not work it out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, no. So since then I decided, I was like, right, well, I'm just going to be completely and utterly 100% honest because there's no point in being not honest because it doesn't help anybody. Um, so from then, I sort of started talking about my mental health, you know, pretty much on a daily basis, just like yeah, yeah. conversations and, you know, if mum asks how I'm doing, I'm like, eh, not great, you know, I had this, this and this. And I suffer with um, chronic insomnia right okay and I've not slept when I'm not medicated which I am at the moment I get really bad hallucinations and especially at night time like oh, I see wow. things at night. That's, yeah that's scary stuff <laughs> it's proper twisted and auditory yeah. hallucinations as well so I hear things yeah um that's not that's when I'm unmedicated but I'm I'm, I'm all right at the moment <laughs> so I'll tell, tomorrow, I'll tell my mum like if I've had a bad night I'm like oh yeah yeah I had some, some really bad hallucinations last night blah 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 yeah um and then about a year ago actually almost exactly a year ago I decided that I wanted to do my podcast and that's made me talk even more to Amazing. even more people so well there we go talking 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 it just yeah, helps it just like a load on people and yeah and yeah. it just makes it more conversational yeah. like you know rather than saying oh what you know I'd sit in a car and talk about the newest Game of Thrones episode when it was mm. out, blah, blah, blah. You know, we just chat shit. And then you can do that about mental health. They're like, oh, you know, I felt this, that, and the other. And just go, blah, blah, blah. It just makes it less of, well, obviously, less of a stigma and less yeah. of a taboo subject. You can just chat about it as you would yeah. any other subject. Yeah, it's like like with physical health. Like, the past couple of days, I've had a really bad back. Uh, and I just sort of, like, every day, mum was text me, how's your back? I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine, getting better. And like talking about mental health in the same way, it's just so so freeing, and it's just yeah, yeah. lifting the stigma because the more people talk about it, the more normal it is. Which yeah, makes people makes life easier for people. For example, like me, who have you know quite difficult disorders, and to be able to feel like I can talk about it to basically anybody yeah, makes me yeah. feel like, like I'm not such a freak and I'm not by myself and all that all that stuff so yeah, yeah. it's good it's good it's good and it, it, it helps people be prepared for stuff because rather than being like not knowing about mental health at all and if then if you know someone who then suddenly has you know a breakdown you mm. kind of it's kind of a bit of first aid you kind of know okay yeah. this is I, I I'm educated on parts of this subject maybe I can help kind of thing yeah it's, it's good it's good that's brilliant that's actually such a great way of, of describing it as, my, as my, my favorite way of mm. describing it and it was bloody matt heathy from trivium <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, uh, he does his own um he does his twitch playthrough mm. every night on screen down his microphone <laughs> he um he described so he goes to a therapist um he had some problems like 10 years ago mm. or something and he says he, you know, last few years, um, any major problems, but you still go to a therapist once a month because he's mm -hmm. as such. So if you have, you know, we, we will we will massage our legs like every few days or something, um, mm -hmm. and it's it it's good for you and it just keeps your legs kind of healthy. It doesn't mean you 
broken leg and it needs massaging, it means you can still walk, but you mm. massage it just to keep it healthy. And the same is with the brain. The same is if you can go to do therapy or do some meditation or do some yoga, it treats it as a massage. And I thought mm. that was a really good way of describing yeah. it. And yeah. that can be that can be down to talking about it as well. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you're talking about mental health, you're just massaging it. You might not have any issues like front and center, but yeah. it helps to kind of ease it down and just stop the swelling kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, uh... so I was like, thank you, Matt Heafy. And now carry on playing Paul Harder on the string of your mouth. <laughs> Comes from everywhere, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, that's why um sort of when you asked me to come and chat with me about mental health because you were prepping for this for this film. Yeah. I was really excited by it because uh, that's kind of when I was starting to really talk more and more to people about it. And I was reading loads of yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. I've got like a whole library. You've got your books here. You can keep them if you want, honestly. I've got so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's, yeah, when you, when you got in contact with me about sort of picking my brain a bit, I was really looking forward to that. And I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed our conversation um, about it, which was awesome. And then... Yeah, that no, was really good. It, it really helped open my eyes upon certain aspects of it um, mm. and it really fed into us you know me finally directing the film which is fucking brilliant yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um that's why I like uh, I sort of mentioned before like I'm really passionate about this film because I think um especially because it's come from someone I mean obviously James as well he's um who has had problems with mental health but coming from someone who has take it upon themselves to educate themselves about mental health and then going even going even further and creating something for people to to look at and to see and to consume and take on board like yeah. that, I can't even describe to you like just how massive that is to me I'm glad it's had such a positive ass you know yeah I mean brilliant I'll make anyone listen like watch it because like the first time I watched it, I'm not even uh, um, ashamed to admit, but I, I cried like I really got misty and I was ears and tears because I was like, Excellent. oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. Excellent, yeah, thank you for crying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm getting a shiver now. I get. I get. Yeah. Well. Excellent. Um, thank you. So it's actually it's premiering on Friday, isn't it? Uh yes. General so, Yes. Yeah, so we are. Well, yeah. First, I just want to give a shout out to because um, it isn't just me and James. There's three of us who have. Um, All right. Yeah. Who have, who have created this kind of film? Because me and James, we don't write, or we do, but we're we're shit. So <laughs> we're shit at the moment. We'll get better. We need to yeah. practice that. But um, yeah, when it came to making this film, after chatting with you, we were like, we did, we can't write this. We need to find a writer to kind of do mm. this. Um, and that's Craig Murphy. So we did not know him before. I put out a Facebook post on these like film group forums. Oh wow! Um, to be like, we've got a short film we want to make that's positive about mental health. Um, mm. And does anyone have any scripts or any examples or whatever? And we literally got about a hundred applicants. Oh um, my god! <laughs> saying like, yeah, I've got a script on mental health, and like you'd get a script. It's like this guy goes into a shop and starts shooting everyone. We're like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Yeah, that's really positive. You know, yeah, it's just a complete bullshit. Then Craig, um, he sent us a poem that he had oh. written. Um, I'm talking about suicide now. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, I'll do a content warning beforehand. Don't worry. Okay, okay, brilliant. Yeah. So, um, so Craig 
one of his best friends committed suicide um, sure. uh, a few years before he obviously wrote this poem. And on uh, Craig's a brilliant writer, really soulful kind of writer. Um, mm. And he was like, yeah, cool. I'd love to be involved. I've not written a script on mental health, but here's a poem I wrote. Um, and we read it. And it was such a descriptive and beautiful poem. It was about his friend who had committed suicide. Mm. Um, and Craig was the one that actually found his friend after this. Oh, holy shit. Um, so it was, yeah, it was rough. And it was a really raw kind of poem. And it was like, fuck, that's, that's, this is our guy. This is, yeah, yeah. He, he's felt it. He's, he's got it. So, so um, I went to Starbucks in East London, kind of met him. And we mm. had a few fourths. And then we basically became drinking partners and we got boozed up every couple of weeks, me, Craig, Sweet. and James. Before we'd even written any words, we kind of yeah. became mates. Um, and we went and purposely went and kind of sat in areas of East London, well, areas of central London we knew were full of the dickheads, the suited kind of... Yuppie bankers. dickheads. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the, the uh, oh my God, the Jason character in We Progress. He oh, yeah. All the characters that would, we'd sit around and drink around yeah. and we'd put ourselves in these situations and be like, oh, we don't like any of these people. Like, yeah. And those were people that I used to kind of be, kind of. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, so, yeah, that's a shout-out to Craig. So this whole film is me, James, and Craig, and it's it's been our baby for the last couple of years. That's awesome. I didn't know that. That's really cool. But... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's good. But, um, yeah, as you said, We Progress is um, it's premiering on YouTube mm. uh, on this, on tonight. Yeah, so when this goes out, it'll be Friday. This will be coming out Friday morning, so it'll be that tonight, basically. Yeah. <laughs> tonight, Friday, the eighth of May at eight o'clock on YouTube, um, and you can find it. You can find it on any of your links you've posted here. I'll put all the links in the description. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. But you can just Google or YouTube We Progress short film, short film, yeah. and uh, just subscribe to that, and then it'll give you a little reminder to kind of go yeah. online and watch it. And if you're going to watch it, you have to watch it on the biggest screen possible you're not allowed to watch it on your phone that is like that's illegal to us yeah like, it is <laughs> we built this film to be shown on a cinema screen and yeah. um, we hiked up mountains in scotland to get shots that we shown <laughs> on a cinema screen so if anyone watches it on the phone we will know and we will come and get you like, it'll be a personal affront and a slap it, in the face <laughs> it will be a disgrace to filmmaking and the cinema yeah, yeah. if we get like get to it Obviously, I'll put all the links and stuff for that. So, what is we progress? What what is it? What talk about it? Tell me about um, it. Okay, so what we wanted to do was set out to make a positive short film about mental health and how to not how to, but just to push people to fucking communicate with each other. Sorry, mm -hmm. I swore again. Then I'll stop. I'll stop apologising. You're you're allowed. Don't apologise because you're allowed to swear. Don't worry. Fucking brilliant. Okay. So um. <laughs> So yeah, that is the, the the bare roots of it is we wanted to make a positive short film for people to communicate about mental health. Be it if they have any mental health problems themselves, if their friends do, if a complete stranger does, fuck it. We just want people to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and the way we've the, the purpose, like the angle we came in at was this positivity about it, mm. and that everything about it being positive is on the screen when you watch it so we've we've included no kind of nighttime shots like there's nothing dark about it mm. every single shot in the film is brightly lit it's beautiful it's kind of 
it's cinematic it's epic it's yeah but it's good it, it's a feast for the eyes it's all it's, a, it's an absolutely visually gorgeous film excellent and that's all down to james so you've got to give props wow. to james morgan here because he uh he's he put his heart and soul into filming this so you can tell you really can. You can yeah yeah it's it's epic and we love it and that was a purpose-built thing from the beginning because if you like a few years ago and still now if you look okay say 10 years ago you wanted to watch a short film about mental health it mm. would be a guy in a lunatic asylum uh trying to kill people yeah that would be about mental health straight jackets and everything straight jackets all that shit come forwards a few more years it would still be it would be a bit more into the real world but it'd be a guy in a hoodie having a cold shower or it would be a guy quivering his hand with some pills you know what i mean yeah. In, a, in a dark cloaked room and it'll be a guy in a hoodie and it's Hello. bullshit like yeah. even though that does happen that is the smaller percentage of what yeah. we're trying what story that's we're the, trying to tell. that's the media's version of mental health and mental it, illness exactly so we wanted to frame it as in which is our experience of it your best mate having a pint in a pub that is yeah. it what mm. you know going on a walk in the lake district or you know being with your girlfriend walking along a beach in Brighton and like all yeah. these shots are in the film and it just goes to show that it's everywhere and you can talk about it whenever you want mm -hmm. you can talk about it with whoever you want and just not to be ashamed about it mm. um, and that that's what we progress is all about and that even the title it's like we progress it gives you something else to say at the end of it do you we yeah. progress as people we progress as society we progress as a relationship it can mm. be anything it's up to you to interpret that however you want it to be. And that's been my favourite love about cinema, which is everything to be open to interpretation, how yeah. you want to feel. Um, but we give people the, the, the nudge nudge that it is a positive, yeah. just the way it's yeah. shot and just the way it is. And the editing to it and the music and everything tied in together. Yeah. Uh, it's this big positive ball of niceness, yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but without actually making it like all fluffy and airy fairy, it's very real. Yeah, 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 very re real and very just nice. I can just yeah. watch it and just feel good, just feel good. But yeah, it's for, it's for anyone. It's not just for blokes either. Like we are, we are blokes, and yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, it's from our experience. And at the time, and it still is, obviously, the it was very heavily male mental health focused mm. and it still is um but this is for anyone there's no gender no race no ethnicities uh that it's directed towards this is uh people worldwide it, it's for humans it's for yeah. humans it's yeah um I, I feel like i'm gushing a bit but i do really just love it so much <laughs> okay that's good well let's hope everyone else loves it as well on when they watch i think it. I, I certainly think they will but yeah uh, everyone we've shown it to has been positive about it um, yeah but we haven't we haven't yet had any positive or we haven't had any uh like criticisms or reviews yet from mm. people we don't know which i'm always I'm always happy to for people to say how great it is that's brilliant yeah. it's, it's always great and it's always great for people that we know to say how good it is mm. um, but we'll get a, there'll be a different kind of satisfaction from getting it from yeah. Someone who we've never met, who know nothing about us, who yeah. have gone through their own mental health journey. If yeah. they come back to us and say, this has helped me, this has been a positive, um, mm. then that'll be really rewarding. That'll be what yeah. the film's about. 
Well, I've already told a few of my a few friends of mine who don't know you. Um, a lot of friends who I know through podcasting, actually. I have quite a few friends who I've made uh, sort of in the podcasting and the mental health world, as it were. Yeah. And I have told them about your film. And when you said they were doing a, a premiere, um, well, today, <laughs> as it were, um, that's when, that again, that's why I wanted you on here, because I wanted all these people that I know that don't know you to know about it. And Excellent. I'm going Excellent. to make them watch it. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Make them watch it. Force them to do it. So... Um, we we did cover this I think earlier on, but um, what is it that you want to achieve with the message? Like, what what is the message? If um, there is the message there. is like if we just keep it to one word, it's just talk. Yeah. Just, or just keep talking. That was a little kind of slogan we just for some reason just kept using on whenever we were posting stuff out to mm. the people that helped fund the film um, or to any posts just on Facebook or Instagram, just let people know, it was always keep talking. Yeah. Um, to, you know, have a conversation with your mate about this stuff, but also <laughs> keep talking. So catch up a week later and have a chat or just, you know, just keep, keep, keep talking about it. Yeah. And yeah, the ultimate message at the end of the day with this film is just to have a positive chat about anyone you want about mental health. There's, yeah, uh, yeah th there's a degree about it as well, which is, obviously to respect people's wishes about talking about it if someone yeah. doesn't want to talk about it then fucking fine that's absolutely fine it's just individual <laughs> yeah. in their journey like you don't want to go barging into a room like you look sad talk to me about your <laughs> mental health like yeah. and i've done that before and i've been educated on that bit as well which is mm. like look some people just don't want to talk about it some people yeah. don't want people to know even though it is a positive it's, yeah. it's got to respect other people's wishes yeah um, it can't be like it can't be forced in any way because that's no, productive i put myself into situations like a big stupid elephant that i am which is kind of <laughs> just a, yeah but I, I kind of yeah it's keep talking but obviously at people's wishes just let people know that you are there to talk about yeah it. yeah i mean yeah. even just knowing that is is a huge thing for people like yeah yeah I just have... to know someone's there you don't need to talk about them for six talk with them yeah. for six months but if you know someone it's a comfort so it's a it's a social yeah. blanket to know that is there yeah and it's just like um you know people like, we're going back to sort of like the media's version of mental health it's always about isolation and having to deal with things by yourself and you're all alone and yeah. that's just so damaging because yeah. if you feel like you can't talk to people like when i said about my early 20s i was like i can't tell anybody because they'll worry they'll know I'm a not case <laughs> and <laughs> what will happen like you know yeah, you don't want to yeah. upset the apple cart but knowing that there's people out there you can talk to like I have many people I know that I could talk to if I wanted to I don't, yeah. I don't tend to speak to everybody but I know yeah. that there's people out there yeah yeah you know if if whatever happens you know you'll have tens of people or like it don't matter about the number you could have mm. one person to come and know yeah it's going to help you yeah, yeah. And then, that network, that community of people is brilliant. And that's what yeah. we want our film to do, just to help give people communities and, of conversation to talk about it. Yeah, and that's so important, and it really is. Um, yeah. Now, so, so obviously you don't want to give things away, but do you want to sort of share the, the story of the film, like what happens? In yeah, the like it's... it's uh, okay, so this is our official kind of synopsis. Mm. I'm going to read out because it took us months and months of different synopses to 
come up with this. So I've got to do it justice by using the one we all agreed on. Yeah, so, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, We Progress tells the story of Simon and Byron, two young men that are at different stages of their journey battling depression, ultimately discovering that sometimes it's the simple things that can truly make a difference, a story of hope and recovery. So that 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 tagline just puts it better than I could prattle yeah. on about. So yeah. yeah, it's about our two character, the two main characters. There's kind of three characters in it, and it's a journey that you get to kind of share a little bit about, and hopefully mm. get educated slightly on uh, you know people's mental health journeys. Yeah, yeah, and um, and the other characters is Jason, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Jason. I love Jason. He's our favourite character. I, like, I hate that guy. <laughs> He's a dickhead and like <laughs> like the actor so he's called will parker he came and auditioned for and um, we were holding auditions for just the leads uh, the, the two leads to begin with mm. um, byron and simon and they're they're obviously a, as characters they're a lot more kind of reserved and a mm. lot more kind of insular about stuff um but when uh, i get the main i try and get the actor's name and the actual <laughs> character's name, we get them mixed up all the time. But so when Will came in to audition for one of like the more introverted characters, mm. he came in and he was like six foot two and he was fit. Like he's, he had muscles ripping out of his t-shirt and he had this beard and like he, he had, he knew he was good looking and he knew, he knew like he had a confidence and a swagger about him. And mm. it, like before he even said any of the lines from the other characters, it was like, you're just Jason, man. You're just, you're just Jason. So then I looked into his show reels, and he had just played these Jason characters all the way through his show reels. Yeah. And uh, when we got our funding, when um, funding went through on our Kickstarter, and we hit our target, mm. we were like, we're all cast and crew, whoever we've got on board at the moment. We're going to go out and get drunk, and uh, <laughs> we got drunk in a bar in uh, central London, and he was Jason that whole night. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it like he didn't he doesn't he didn't need he's a really nice guy brilliant guy yeah um, but he does not need to stray far from the path to get his character of jason wow uh, and uh it was great and then like, afterwards the next morning i was hung over like oh we've got the right actors here this is <laughs> <laughs> that's how you tell yeah that's how you tell and he had lived like most of his stuff like we gave him some set stuff on to say but we were mm. like just ad lib it, mate. Just go with it. Just say what you Amazing. think. You're a dickhead. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's so a, cool. <laughs> an awesome dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's kind of what you, what you needed, wasn't it? <laughs> a dickhead you could work yeah, with. Exactly. A dickhead so, you could love. Yeah. Well, that's, that sort of brings me to sort of the next thing I wanted to ask you was like about about the actors that you got for the for the film. Yep. Um, um tell tell us a little bit about them because obviously they're a huge part of this. Um, yeah, yeah. So um they're, they're both so yeah, well I've already talked about Will there, he's great. Yeah. Will Parker, have a look at him on Instagram, he's a good looking cat. Um <laughs> so our two leads we had to play in the characters of Byron and Simon. So mm -hmm. we have the character Simon, he was played by an actor called Jack Armstrong. Mm -hmm. um, he came in auditioned uh, it's auditioning especially if you're like we didn't have a casting director or anything i did all the all the auditioning yeah. so you'd put up a post on it or a website called mandy and people send the cvs and showreels through to that 
So you get about 500 applicants when you put wow. through um, an audition. Um, and I probably sat with about 50 different actors. Wow. And they would go through some of the monologues and we'd talk to them about themselves. And like, some of them are just absolutely terrible. Some of them have a bad attitude. Some of them are just brilliant, absolute brilliant actors, but just slightly not right for the part. Yeah. Um, and we, <clears throat> we got Simon, uh, we got Jack in. Uh, and he read for both roles, and he was mm. brilliant. We did three sets of auditions, and um, we had a, another actor called Ruben in, who finally who ultimately got the role of Byron, and he mm. uh, came through three sets of auditions of, as well. Um, and we kind of we shortlisted all three characters to six actors, and we brought them all in together, and they would all act opposite each other just to oh, see wow. if we could get yeah. different vibes if we could get different um if you could believe it they were like basically screen tests so yeah james would come down with his camera and we'd go okay cool let's do you and you and you'll do some lines and just see if they bounced off each other yeah, and yeah. Do a bit of bad living just so you can believe that these two would work with each other yeah and absolutely you, you could believe their relationship so yeah, yeah have like, a, like a connection uh, you know yeah yeah just like a human connection between them like because mm. that stuff just you can tell on camera, you can tell yeah. there's some massive Hollywood films and you just believe that that actor and that actor do not work well together. Mm, there's like, you can tell when there's like zero chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. The one that always pops to my head, Ed Norton and Liv Tyler in The Incredible Hulk. If you watch that, the Marvel yeah. movie, they you cannot believe that they have, they're have in love with each other at all. <laughs> it, it's the worst chemistry in the world. It's cringe as fuck. But anyway, this isn't The Incredible Hulk. This is We Progress. Um, and uh so yeah those were our three actors and ruben now like we've done two of his music videos for his band so he's also in a band he's a very creative guy he does poetry he does spoken word he's in a rock band he's an actor um so we've done a a band called ghost arcadia he's the lead singer songwriter for them um so if you have a look just search Ghost Arcadia on Spotify or YouTube and you see our music videos we've done for them. Um, and they're great. They're a great rock band. Um, and Jack, he does a lot of advert work. Mm. He was Chris Pratt's standing hand double on <laughs> the the Jurassic World. That came no out. way. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> got paid for a full day they didn't use his hand in the end but there you go that's um, awesome <laughs> he was also an extra in wonder woman as well which is great um, wow. he does a lot of uh advert work like he uh and he's a good lad like all these guys they're all great lads as well like they're really fun to be around and like there was no like drama on set or anything like it would just yeah. be um it was just a good laugh to work with them and uh yeah so you'll hopefully well, people listening to this, watch Weep Grass because you'll see them. And they're all yeah. lovely. And follow awesome. them on Instagram as well from all the names I've been saying. Oh, yeah, so... Everyone needs a follow. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy who played... Sorry, we're talking about the guy who played Simon. Uh, yes, Jack. Jack Armstrong. Yeah. And the guy who played Byron. You used to have a <clears throat> sort of similar process with him. Uh, yeah, um, Ruben. So, yeah, he, he had the same process. He'd, co- he'd come in and... Um, he auditioned a few times <clears throat> and he was really good. He did some Shakespeare, like he did a little Shakespeare monologue, like wow. off the cuff. And we were like, fuck it, go for it, lad. Wow, yeah, man, that's, that's really impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my God, am I getting this wrong? 
Well, am I getting it right? I'm sure. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm getting him mixed up with something that happened in uni of another guy that did um, <laughs> Shakespeare, but he was shit. So it's not that guy. No, it was Ruben. No, yeah, Ruben did a good Shakespeare. <laughs> and it was a, yeah, it was a really good monologue and it really kind of tied into, because this film is heavy on monologues, especially with Ruben. Like, mm-hmm. his, the whole story is his monologue. So, yeah. But so, yeah, it's pretty much the pre- same process with Ruben. Um, yeah, and it, it is good. Like, and I'm not sure if this was a method kind of acting way, but one thing with Ruben is when we did do the shooting, he, he took himself away a lot from... So we when we were filming a lot of stuff in the bar, he would he was on his own with his headphones in the corner and everyone else was kind of mingled around, date pizza, because with cast and crew, there was about 15 of us like there filming it. Um, yeah. And he didn't really mingle in a bit. And I... Like, this is our first time filming something on this kind of scale. And yeah. uh, I didn't know if it was like a method thing or if he just didn't like anyone and yeah. stuff. Or if it was kind of like being Madonna. I didn't like pre Madonna. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really understand. But I think it was his character because his character is like quite inside himself. He's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I've spent loads of time since. We've been out for drinks and stuff. And like we've had car rides all up and down the place yeah. doing music video shoots. And He's just a normal bloke, just chat shit like. Yeah. talked about walking dead and stuff but it was on the set like he had his own kind of focus and it was really cool to watch that's really, really cool yeah that's come out and like i love all little filmy stories like this like look you know it's good that's why i want to be a filmmaker for the rest of my life because yeah when you're 50 60 years old you'll be able to have a whole bunch of stories about strange stuff that happens on set or all the, yeah, in the yeah. process of making films uh but i'm going away from the film there we progress it's a good film <laughs> oh yeah that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that yeah so did you um did you the whole process of filming we progress did you yeah did you enjoy it was it a great like yeah any... loved it. like yeah. it's been the best thing we've ever done in our kind of in in our professional careers obviously mm-hmm. there was no money made from this when i say professional we didn't make it we lost well not lost money we we put our own money into this yeah as well as five thousand wait what was the number yeah, we raised £5,330 mm. in Kickstarter, which was fucking brilliant. That's like, amazing, yeah. Yeah, we wanted to make three grand. Like, we put it a three grand target. Mm. Um, we had a grand ourselves that we were going to put in to bump that up. Yeah. Um, but we ended up getting 5330 which is well good. Um, That's nice. So that was great. And, like, yeah, the whole process, it's been a lot longer than we thought. Like, mm. because we didn't have a producer. So I was producer-director. So producer like not only directing which is kind of being on set and getting working with each different department about what you want the final product to be yeah producing it there's just so much involved you wouldn't even believe like you know getting the cast and crew on board and sorting out transport and sorting out hiring of the gear and sorting Uh out getting the getting a car rental because you need to drive to East End to go take your actor to go record some overdubbed yeah. sound effects that aren't mm. there. Like it's there's so much involved that you wouldn't even think about. Like catering, getting food involved, getting everyone yeah. paid, getting um getting rights to a certain font to use on the credits. Really? Like, no way. Stuff like that that you would not even believe. I wouldn't have even like thought no. of anything. No. Like Every single section there's been a massive process and loads of red tape to get through mm. right? 
even now, like even, you know, to having a finished film and putting it out to film festivals. So we put it out to like 15 film festivals. Didn't yeah. get thrown at any. Didn't get, like, got rejected from every single one. And like, it's because we didn't, as a producer, I didn't put in the work of, like, you can take your film, you give it a press kit, you mm. get a trailer, you put all the stills up there, you talk about yourself, you, you, you show them the, the film as a full, but you mm. need to be schmoozing with all the industry people, you need to be schmoozing with producers, with yeah. uh, festival kind of organisers and like, wow. there's just so much involved. Like me, the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to get charities to get behind the film, to yeah. um, to put it out. To, yeah. So I've tried with the NHS, with Mind, with about four other different charities and yeah. the Samaritans, but they can't, as long if they haven't worked with the film from the opening process from beginning there yeah. they can't put it out well, I mean. um, so yeah there's been so much learning to do and yeah. it, like, it'll tie into our next project and the project after that and the project after that yeah of course it will yeah um, yeah but, but yeah my biggest learning from it would be to get a producer involved because they would take up the kind of not boring stuff because i do enjoy organizing yeah, but yeah. they would take up the stuff where i can then focus more on the direction side of things mm. Well, that'd be, their, more... that'd be their expertise and you'll you'll be doing your expertise <laughs> exactly yeah and just have more people involved like it just the bigger the project or the, the further you get in your career and the more money you can get behind the project mm. you can then open it up so you can have a production designer who's going to focus on that you can have someone solely working on costume whereas mm. i don't need to think about oh what actor what color clothes and i'm there in oxfam trying to find <laughs> what kind of shirt I think yeah. my lead actor would wear. You can have, you can work with a different department. Like, yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's been, it's been a busy process with it, um, but a lot of learning in both yeah. mental health and how to fucking physically make a film. <laughs> yeah. Not bad for a first project like this, I, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for first major project. Major yeah, project. yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really obvious to me, uh, just through things like social media and even like just talking to you, like how immensely proud you are of this oh yeah massive this is our baby like this is our i don't i don't think i'm ever gonna have have kids in life so i'm just gonna gonna have these this sounds weird as for little baby film (laughs) every few years because you just treat it yeah you put so much of your life and heart and soul into making these yeah absolutely i I totally get that because like being a creative person you it's I'm, I'm gonna get so much shit for this i don't care though um people yeah. need to talk about children and stuff because i don't think i'll have children yeah. um yeah. So you, you know you people who have children they put the there's so much of themselves in the child but if you're a creative yeah. person you put so much of yourself in your own into your own projects your creations all that and it's okay it's not the same but it's basically the same to me at least yeah no it t- totally is and that's exactly how like i can pretty much say i'm definitely not gonna have kids like i don't mm-hmm. Me and my girlfriend, we don't have, we don't want to have kids. We want to mm. experience other things. No knock on other people who do want kids. Oh, absolutely, yeah, like, yeah. At all. Like, I know a lot of my mates are happy with their children. I'm happy they're happy and everyone's bloody happy. Mm. Um, but I like creating and it just gives us gives yeah. us uh, the time to create. And then you do create these little projects that yeah, mm. you, you love so much and you want to, like we do a music video and it's like, Fucking! I love that music video. I'm going to put that out there. I'm very proud of everyone to look at this music video. Yeah. And then yeah. if anyone else says such a shit music video, you're just like, "What did you fucking say about my son?" 
<laughs> you go and headbutt them because they don't like your little music video. Yeah, see, it's basically the same. <laughs> exact same, exact same thing. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. Like I, I say I don't think I'll have children. I, I won't have children. I don't, I'm not particularly interested. I've got nephews and they're great. And I yep, love them same. to death. Absolute same. But, um, I, don't I really still haven't grown up anyway. I still in my I'm, I'm still mentally like just just under teenager. So <laughs> I'm happy to I, keep uh, it up. Yeah, I feel sometimes feel like I'm 17 and I always will be. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. It's good. No, no knocking anyone else, but it's, it's absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's no point in like knocking other people. Because, oh, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the whole children thing because <laughs> no. it can, we can be here all day, and that's, that's not what we talk about. <laughs> That's the We Hate Children podcast. Yeah, yeah, shh, that's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, wow, we we really, I think we've really hit all the things that I really wanted to get out of this, but um, I'll first of all say, like, where can people find Week Brew Progress? Like, Okay, so um, for people listening to it now, you can find We Progress on YouTube. So it is being premiered tonight um, mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. British um, time. British time, GMT. Um, GMT. <laughs> so, yeah, if you just search YouTube um, for We Progress short film and it'll come up there. And if you could subscribe to it, that would be amazing. It will give you a reminder that the film is going to be played. Mm. Uh, and the more subscriptions we get and the more likes and shares and comments, um, it just helps us on the whole YouTube uh, algorithm. So that's, then, how it, that's how it works. That's how you've got to be this. Yeah, so you just got to keep that ball rolling. So anything anyone can do for that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're going to be sat online on the little chat box as well. So as it's premiering, um, Mm -hmm. there's a little chat box there, and we can talk to people about the film, about anything really. But we're going to be online all night to kind of talk people with it before and after the film is played. Um, A few beers. YouTube on like an Xbox to put on a massive screen. Please Mm -hmm. do that. Laptop. Yeah, that's okay. Phone, fucking no way. Okay, <laughs> get out. Um, the TV, the better, and it'll be good for your Friday night. It's only, it's less than ten minutes long, and it's beautiful, and it's got nice music. So have a glass of wine or herbal tea or whatever, and uh, it'll be nice for your Friday night. A little ten it's minutes. A good Friday night, yeah. Sit in front yeah. of something that's gonna, you know, change your outlook and have a couple of beers. Exactly. That's, what that's what I'm doing anyway. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Can't wait. Um, and then yeah it's you can find it on instagram we progress we progress facebook um find me on instagram david gregory film find james james morgan dop james m dop um or craig craig murphy mm-hmm. on instagram uh, we are the th- three kind of like figureheads of the film mm-hmm. um, and yeah that's where you can find it and afterwards as well, even if you're listening to this podcast after it's been premiered, it will be on YouTube just to watch whenever you want yeah. now. And yeah. you can watch it, share, like it, spread it. If you think anyone could benefit from watching it, like if they have mental health problems or you want them to talk more or you just want them to watch a nice fucking film, um, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just share it on. Just let people watch it and spread mm-hmm. the word. Yeah, well, all this information I'll put in the description box of this podcast. I also quite often um, with my podcast, I do a a vlog as well. Um, And I usually do, because obviously it's just me usually talking and I do piece to camera, talking to myself for a bit. Um, But I think what I I will do, I know what I'll do, is um, have a link to 
the uh, the channel, your channel, and the yeah. and the video um, instead of a vlog. And I always do a blog post as well, and that'll be an advert for it too. So you'll be able to find it everywhere in this podcast. Amazing! Sounds great. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, really excited by it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're excited to finally put it out there for that isn't just friends, family, or funders like mm. just to get the world to see it, just anyone yeah. to see it. Yeah, and I think it could really make a huge difference to well, like you even say, just one person. Exactly. Let's Hopefully, hope. millions. <laughs> <laughs> so, just sort of, uh, sort of end this. Really, do you have any sort okay. of messages you want to share with this? Or not really. I think I've just shattered enough shit as it is. Like uh, we've covered I'm, a lot, actually. Yeah, we've covered great. a lot. Yeah, I've really enjoyed talking about it. Like I haven't even looked at my notes once. I think I looked at my notes just to get the figure of what uh, what funds we got. That's yeah. it. So I spent <laughs> an hour the other night writing notes. I might as well have just thrown it away so yeah well so I, I, like, I like just talking and remembering different things coming up yeah and that's yeah. great like that's really what i wanted was to you know just for you to talk about it because well that's the whole point isn't it like you yeah, know the whole want... point to keep talking yeah thank you yeah. for uh, thank you for having us and thinking of us to come chat about it it's kind yeah. of it's kind of a fitting kind of journey to begin with yourself talking about it and now we're ending with it three years oh, later God, you know, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a journey. Well, that's what film, that's what stories are. Yeah, so like three years. Three years, exactly. did with you coming to my house and having coffee. Yeah, it was April 2017. Three there. And then, no, t- yeah, 2017. Yeah. We had our chat. April 2018, we filmed it. Mm-hmm. April 2019, we finished the film. And now April 2020, we're putting it out. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Very poetic. <laughs> it is. It's good. I like right. that. Well, we've been chatting for nearly an hour now, and I think I'm going to keep probably everything. So um, <laughs> I just want to thank you again for coming on to uh, the Exercising Depression podcast to talk about this, because like I said, I think I've said it many times, I've wanted to talk about this for the longest time. Um, and oh, I, really? I, I urge people to, to tune in and watch the premiere and watch it anyway if they listen to it afterwards so thanks so much for coming on and talking about we progress no worries anytime <laughs>